Mitt namn är Anders Eriksson och jag kommer att spela in en podcast här tillsammans med en känd politiker från Katalonien som heter Jordi Soler som jag känner, känner ganska väl. Och vi kommer av naturliga orsaker att hålla intervjuen på engelska. Yeah, and then we have to go over to English. And like I say, my name is Anders Eriksson and I'm a member of Ålands Framtid. In English it's called Ålands Future Party. And I'm also a member of the bureau in, in IFA, like my guest Jordi Soleis. And Jordi is also a former member of the European Parliament. And if I understand it right, he's going to be a member of the European Parliament again quite, quite soon. And he is also a presi- former president of IFA. So it's a great honor for me to, to sit here and have this con- conversation with you. But please, Jordi, can you start with a short introduce and short introduce yourself a little bit for us? Of course. Well, first of all, uh, thank you, Anders, for having this uh, conversation uh, with you. Um, my name is Jordi Soler. I am member of the Catalan Republican Left. This is my my party, the party which I belong to. I am uh, in the board of that party, uh, dealing with uh, international issues. Uh, and during the last years, I could gather a quite broad political experience uh, because um, apart from being, as you explained, uh, MEP for the last term, indeed it was the second half of the last term, I, I also uh, was mayor of my hometown, hometown for the last 12 years. I also was member of the Catalan Parliament for one uh, single term and I also was member of the Catalan government uh, dealing with uh, foreign affairs. Um, so I, I have uh, political experience from the bottom of the politics, which is local, up to the more global level, uh, like the European uh, politics. Okay, thank you very much. And I think the, the listener getting to know you much better. I can also say I was the member of the government in the Holland Islands for eight years, uh, exactly under the years when we had the negotiation to, to be a member of the European Parliament. So that was re- really tough, tough times. But we shall not talk about that now. We shall talk about Catalonia. We from the Holland Islands have followed the Catalans' work for independence and I must say we have been very inspired by your, your work. Could you please give us some background information how the independence movement began in Catalonia and why it is so important? Well, Catalonia is, is a European nation. Uh, we have a long history of, of self-government, of own uh, institutions. Um, uh, if we would go back to the Middle Ages, we don't need to do that now, right now, but uh, we, we, we were an independent uh, country. Uh, whatever independence meant uh, some centuries ago. But in any case, um, we consider ourselves as being uh, a European uh, nation with uh, a particular identity, language and, and culture and, and, and so on. So um, on, on that basis, um, there's been a strong political movement in Catalonia for uh, at least the end of uh, the uh, 19th century, um, which main goal was to defend Catalonia as a political subject, a political reality. And this, this has have had 
some translations into concrete goals. For most of the, let's say, from the re restoration of democracy in, in Spain uh, around 1980 until 2010, the main goal of what we call the political Catalanism uh, was to have more autonomy. Well, the first goal was to recover the autonomy that we had before the, the civil war and the Franco dictatorship, then to, to strengthen this autonomy. But now this goal has shifted towards independence. Independence within the European Union. Why so? Why has there been this uh, important political shift? There are many reasons, but uh, one milestone, one turning point was in the year 2010, where Catalonia, the Catalan institutions, tried to improve our uh, self-government, our home rule, what we call our basic law, the statute of autonomy of, of Catalonia. We followed the procedures that are written in the Spanish constitution and in the Catalan laws. We try to get more political power, more uh, competencies. Um, there was a proposal coming out from the Catalan Parliament, then it was sent to the Spanish uh, Congress in Madrid. The proposal was, um, well, uh, changed a bit, or, or uh, quite, quite a lot. Then the proposal went back to Catalonia. It was approved in the Catalan Parliament, it was approved by the Spanish Parliament and also by referendum um, by a big majority of the Catalan population. But nonetheless, or despite this long and complex process, and despite there, was, there were three yes, the one from the Catalan Parliament, the second from the Spanish Parliament, and the third from the Catalan population, four, year, four years after the entry into force of the new statute, there was a court in Madrid, the Constitutional Court, four years after, that decided that important parts of this self-rule, of this uh, basic law, were against the Spanish Constitution. That was a turning point for many Catalan people because the reasoning was we follow the Constitutional rules, Excuse Everyone me for interrupting. Are we talking about 2014 now? Something? 2010, the entry into force of the new statute. Yeah. 2014, yeah. The, the ruling of the Constitutional yes. Court. Good. So many people realize that even following the, the rules, even uh, if there was a three times uh, legitimation of, of this uh, new statute, um, some judges in Madrid could decide that, okay, this is not valid, uh, important parts of this new rule is not valid. So many people then understood that maybe it's better to go straight for independence because this would be the only way to, um, to have our political power respected. And before 2010, you could find maybe 10 15% of the population in Catalonia in favor of independence after this uh, ruling from the Constitutional Court, support for independence grew a lot. There was a big mobilization coming from the civil, civil society. Some parties that until then were proposing more autonomy, they changed uh, and they 
started to propose independence as a as a goal, and as a result, then um, people for independence um, grew up to around 50% of the of the population, and that's uh, where we stand now. Approximately half of population in Catalonia is in favor of independence; the other half, uh, more or less, is is against. We don't know exactly how many Catalans are in favor, how many in um, against, because we tried to organize a referendum, and now I'm talking about October the 1st referendum, yeah. 2017, and well, all the people around the world could see what happened on that uh, shameful day. I mean, it was, a, uh, it was a big day because it was a, the exercise of democracy on one side, but on the other side, the, the, that was a shameful day because we saw police violence against defen defenseless yeah. voters, happening in Europe, in the European Union, in the 21st century. Yeah, Be before we go over to that, so I recognize that you are say uh, Catalonia is a European nation. Uh, the reason I want to ask, ask about that, is it, if I say normal, or is everyone in Catalonia speak about Catalonia like a European nation? The reason I ask, when I was a member of the Nordic Council, I was speaking about the countries, the five independent countries, and the self-governing uh, governing countries. And uh, someone think I was ridiculous when I speak like that, but I do it because I want to lift up the, the level for the self-government uh, areas, uh, like other one want to call them. So my question is, is it very common in, in Catalonia that everyone is speaking about we are a European nation, that's it? Well, not everyone would agree with, uh, with the term of nation uh, applying to, to Catalonia, but uh, I would say that uh, there is a big consensus on the fact that Catalonia is, is, a, is a country with a distinct uh, identity, then you call it a nation on yeah. your, on, or you can call it whatever you want, but the, the, the fact that I would say 70-80% of the Catalans uh, recognize that Catalonia is something uh, different in terms of, of uh, culture, in, ter in terms of identity, in terms of, of language, than the rest of Spain. This is a very, there is a very broad consensus uh, yeah. on that. Yeah, it's the same for the Orland Islands if, if you compare to, to the rest of the Finland. But uh, you was on the way to tell us about the referendum, mm -hmm. and I must say, we was many, many people around the world, uh, and in my island where I'm living, we get very surprised that, that this year, I mean, uh, 1940, I can understand it, but this year that we see the so hard violence from the police, uh, you have leaders in prison, they are still sitting in, in prison. How is it possible that something like this can happen inside EU today, 2018? Uh, I, I, keep, I keep wondering why. Uh, okay. Such things uh, can happen uh, as, as of today. Um, what we saw in, in Catalonia was a very violent reaction from the side of the Spanish authorities. Uh, we thought that Spain had changed as a democracy, that um, darker periods of uh, history uh, were uh, overcome, but that they uh, remind, reminded us of, uh, 
of the, the authoritarian past of, of Spain, of the Spanish uh, state, because that was a, an authoritarian reaction. Um, there, was a, there was a referendum, which, uh, as far as I know, is, is, is not a crime in democracy to organize a referendum in order to know the opinion uh, of your people, of the people. Um, but the Spanish authorities reacted as if calling for a referendum in a democracy would be, would be a crime and, and we could see how uh, voters, peaceful voters were uh, beaten yeah. by, by the police just because they wanted to cast I see it by uh, myself in, in television. It was uh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. It was um, shameful. And it showed that in the end, the nature of the Spanish state hadn't changed that much, or at least um, hadn't changed what we thought uh, had changed. I mean, Spain managed to... Um, transform itself from a dictatorship into a democracy, but when a democracy um, beats its people for casting a vote, well, then you think, what kind of democracy yeah. are we in? Yeah, absolutely. And what was your personal reaction and what was the reaction of people in Catalonia when they see how EU act in this conflict, in, in, in my opinion? I think it's looked like that you look to the other side. They don't yeah. want to put the finger in, in yeah. this in this business. Uh, what that, do you think about that? That was indeed the, the reaction, looking the other way, as if nothing had happened in 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 a, in a part of the European Union. Because uh, at the end of the day, uh, we are also Europeans, EU citizens. Um, we were and we are still very much uh, disappointed with the reaction coming from the European Union because it's not that we expected uh, support from the European Union in favor of independence for Catalonia. This is a decision that has to be taken um, by Catalans or by Catalans and the rest of the Spanish uh, citizens. But in any case, what we expected was that when there would be repression against uh, voters, uh, when there would be violence against uh, people wanting, wanting to cast a vote, um, someone uh, in Europe, in the European Union, would say this is not admissible yeah. today in the European Union because this goes against fundamental rights, this goes against democracy, against uh, civic rights and, and freedoms. But we were, we were completely mistaken. It seems that these things can happen uh, in today's European Union and nobody from the institutions, from the governments, will say anything. Indeed, it's not only that they didn't say anything, um, they did say things. They said that, for example, I remember very well at that time I was member of the European Parliament and I was sitting in Strasbourg in the plenary. We had a, a debate, kind of debate, uh, three, just three or four days after October the 1st, and I remember the Vice President of the European Commission, um, Mr. Timmermans, mm. saying, uh, well, you know, sometimes to uphold the rule of law, you have to make proportionate use of violence. So he was saying, well, what happened in Catalonia three days ago uh, wasn't that dramatic. I mean, it's that 
these things can happen. So I, I, I feel ashamed. I, I, I really thought on that day that my idea of European Union yeah. as, as a bastion of democracy was falling down, completely collapsing, because uh, they were kind of accepting this uh, undemocratic behavior coming from a member state. Yeah. So, so from now, what is the plan? How shall you go on? Uh, it's a good friend of you or head candidate, Spitzenkandidat, like it's called now, Oriol Junqueras. He's still sitting in jail after maybe almost two, almost, three, three years. Almost two years now. Two, two yeah. years, yeah. yeah. So he's still sitting in jail and, and, and nothing come up in the court and nothing happening. What? what? Not yet. So we have... Nine people uh, staying in, in jail, in pretrial detention for nearly um, two years. Seven of them uh, are politicians. They were members of the government, of the Catalan government that organized the referendum. And two of them are leaders of uh, civil society organizations. So first of all, people should know that in today's European Union, there are um, in pretrial detention nearly two years, um, politicians and civil society leaders accused of organizing a referendum. So this is the first thing I think people need to know because it's, I, I don't think it's everybody knows about this, this situation which is going on right now in, as we speak. There was a trial uh, in Madrid this year that lasted uh, nearly four months. Uh, the trial ended by June. Uh, and we are waiting the, the, the verdict, the, the judgment. Um, charges against them are very hard ones. They are being accused of rebellion, uh, sedition uh, and misuse of public funds. And all this because I, I want to remind it, eh? because they organize a, a referendum. Yeah. So, uh, for example, one of the political prisoners of course, we call them political prisons, yes, prisoners. Yes. That's what they are. Yes, that's true. Yeah, one of them is uh, the president of my party, Uriol Junqueras. He used to be member of the European Parliament. Uh, he was vice president of the Catalan government when uh, October the first um, happened. Uh, he's a person always committed with democracy and uh, with um, peaceful. Uh, movements and, and so on. Well, he is sitting uh, in jail for two years and he, uh, um, the prosecutor is asking uh, for him 25 years in prison, 25 years in prison for organizing a democratic exercise such a, such a referendum. We'll see what the final verdict will say, but we are afraid that it will be a hard one and we will have to react. I mean, Catalans will have to react, and this is not only a call to Catalans, this is a call to Democrats. I mean, I think no Democrats should, should accept uh, more, uh, more uh, prison, uh, more, more time in prison or, 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 or whatever. They didn't commit any crime, they just organized a referendum, and that can never be a crime in, in a democracy. So we are asking for them to be released and stop this, this, this repression. And let's talk. Let's have a political discussion. Let's have a let's have a negotiation, because they cannot put two million people in jail. I mean, more or less, there may be around over two million people, two, two million Catalans in favor of independence. What do they want? They want to yeah. put uh, uh, 
all, all, all of us uh, in jail there are no 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 enough jails eh, to, to to put uh, put us all uh, inside the, the jail so so in the end at some point we will need to do politics which means we will need to negotiate a, a solution a political solution to the to the conflict and to the demands coming from Catalonia which are legitimate demands because I... we want to decide uh, our political future by democratic means. This is a legitimate demand in democracy and politicians have to find a way how this uh, demand can be applied, yeah. implemented. I, I must say, from my opinion, uh, your process, uh, progress, have all, all the respect in the world. I mean, around the world, uh, people, they are shooting other politicians, they have bombs, they have almost terrorism, mm. but your process has been very peaceful all the time. Yes. And, and anyway, there are nine people sitting in jail, 2019 inside EU. I must say it's shameless, that, that's, that's my opinion. It's, I think that should belong to the history, but still yeah. here we are. And, and before we go to the last question, so I want to say I, I think you're going to win in the end because you have a, a peaceful, honest pro process for, for independence. That, 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 that is normal. What's clear to us is that uh, we will never give, give up because, uh, as I said, our demands are legitimate, are democratic, our movement is a peaceful yeah. and, and, and civic one, uh, so we will never give up. Yeah. Because um, we are convinced that the only way, to, way out of this situation is finding a political agreement and uh, finding the way to let people decide through the ballot boxes what kind of future do we want for Catalonia. Um, so this is a reasonable and legitimate uh, demand. Uh, we will never give up. Um, whatever the degree of repression uh, there is or there will be, um, uh, we will keep fighting always and democratically and, 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 and peacefully, but we will keep fighting. Yeah, I, I think you put the words so very nice there, so I want, want to end up here. And I want to say on the behalf um, on behalf of the 46 member parties we have in EFA, we wish you all, all the best in, in your process. And from my party home on the Holland Islands also, I wish you all, all, all the best and, and really hope, hope you succeeded. So good luck, Jordi, and good luck to all the people in Catalonia. Thank you so much. We appreciate very much your solidarity and your, your support. We know that uh, in the public opinions we, we do have support. Another uh, thing is what we find in, uh, at the level of governments and EU institutions. But uh, thank you very much for, for your help. Yeah, thank you for a nice discussion. Thank you. Thank you.